Hi, and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. In this season, we're tackling one of teachers' biggest problems, how to find work-life balance amidst all the craziness. We're focusing on overarching principles and productivity tips that will help you get everything done without letting it take over your lives. Last week, we talked about how important it is to budget your time and how it can make you truly rich. Today, we're talking about eight reasons why you simply cannot keep up this pace and what to do instead. You know, when I think about teaching, I think about how it is truly an incredible profession. I mean, the opportunity to mentor and teach the next generation is truly astonishing. I mean, we really are making a huge difference. But have you ever heard the expression, too much of a good thing is a bad thing? I'm a little bit worried that that's exactly what's happening to too many fantastic teachers. You know, there's a lot of teachers out there, and maybe you're one of them, that have convinced themselves that they must keep giving, 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 giving until there's literally nothing left. That they have to spend every spare minute on teaching and that there's simply not time to rest. And furthermore, they've decided that this is just how it is, that in order to be a teacher, this is pretty much what's required. But the truth is that's not God's plan. God ordained the Sabbath way back the first week of the universe, and he designed rest for us because it's important, because we cannot thrive or be truly effective without it. Now, you know, the thing about teaching is, you know, we have the best intentions. We're focused on helping our students, on making a difference, on doing our best, which are all important things. But we cannot miss the other half of the equation, that we need rest, and a frantic pace is simply unsustainable. If you're wondering why, we're going to talk today about eight reasons why we simply cannot keep up this pace. So if you feel like you are on this frantic pace, you've just been going, 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 here's eight things that you really need to consider. Because if you keep up this pace, more than likely, many of these things are going to happen. So number one, the first reason you cannot keep up this pace is that overwhelmed teachers are less effective than well-rested ones. You know, a lot of the times we convince ourselves that if we just spend one more hour on this lesson, um, that's what our students really need. Or, you know, I just need to spend one more hour on this lesson, then one more hour grading, and, you know, they really need this. But the truth is that what they really need is a rested, balanced teacher. You know, when you're stressed and overwhelmed, you're more frazzled, you're more easily irritated, and you're probably going to start dropping the ball in some other areas. On the other hand, though, think about it. When you're rested and refreshed, you're more present, you're more engaged, you're more excited about teaching, and thus you're way more effective. So listen, I, I understand the reality, okay? I, believe me, I when I know when you're teaching, um, you think, yeah, right, there's no way I can be well-rested every day. Yeah, I know. I, 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 fell asleep, I almost fell asleep at the wheel so many times coming home from teaching. I understand that that can feel like a pipe dream. What I'm trying to say, though, is that it's an important to make that a priority. Um, it's important to realize that it matters, that it's worth, that, that I, I'm just concerned that there's so many teachers out there that put 
you know, doing one more thing above getting rest. And I just want to argue that they're both important and that sometimes it's better to say no to finishing the stack of grading and yes to going to bed early. So number one, overwhelmed teachers are less effective than well-rested one. Second reason is that God wants us to serve with joy. Psalm 102 encourages us to serve the Lord with gladness. You know, God does not want us to serve him with drudgery and complaining. That defeats the whole point. Um, it's He wants us to be glad. He wants us to serve him with joy. And I do hope that you view your teaching, no matter where you teach, as service to God. Um, but if we're going to try to serve with joy and gladness, that's pretty hard to do when we're exhausted, stressed, overwhelmed, not wondering how on earth we're going to get everything done, and not taking enough time to refresh. So number one, overwhelmed teachers are less effective than well-rested ones. Second reason you can't keep up this pace, God wants us to serve with joy. Number three, if we're working at a frantic pace, we often miss opportunities to help our students. I don't know about you, but when I'm overwhelmed and I feel like I have so much to do, um, I tend to really focus on my to-do list. And the thing is, when when we're stressed and exasperated by that mile-long to-do list, it's really easy to overlook a student's struggles and to miss those opportunities to encourage and mentor them. Now, one solution is to be intentional about focusing on that. But I'm telling you, when we're rested and refreshed and we've got our, you know, we've got our to-do list is more manageable, um, then we're much more likely to be able to engage with students. The fourth reason you can't keep up this pace is that teaching is just one aspect of your life in ministry. We've said it before that teaching is an important calling. It is so worth your time and effort. But sometimes we forget that teaching is only one aspect of our life. An important one, yes, but it's not the only one. You have other areas in your life that are important too, and maybe even other ministries. If you're spending everything, every moment, every ounce of energy on teaching, you're probably neglecting other areas of your life, areas that need you to. The fifth reason that you can't keep up this pace is that life is short. Psalm 90, in Psalm 90, Moses talks about how quickly our lives pass. And then he prays, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know, when we stop and think about how quickly time is passing and how each day can only be lived once, we start to realize how valuable each day, each hour is, and how we need to use this time wisely. You know, if you're a parent, your kids are growing up quickly. Or at least that's what everyone tells me. It kind of doesn't seem like this. <laughs> My kids are currently one in three. It doesn't quite seem like it. But I do believe them. Um, life is short. I can see how time does pass quickly. We only get so much time with our kids. And you know, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Um, I hate to be morbid, but people pass. And we don't know how much time we have with our friends and our loved ones. You know, teaching is worth our passion. It's worth our effort. It's worth our time. But it shouldn't be choking out the other aspects of our life that won't last forever. The sixth reason we can't keep up this pace is because if you do, 
if you keep up this pace, there will be consequences. You know, I know some days are going to be crazy. There, there's no way around that. Even if you, you are really good at balancing your time, there's going to be crazy days. And, and there's even certain weeks that, make us, that leave us wondering if we're going to make it. But if we keep up a frantic pace long term, there are going to be serious consequences. At some point, our health is going to suffer. Our spiritual life may wither away and we're probably going to end up hurting our family. The trouble is that we can't predict what these consequences would be. You know, if we knew, okay, if I, if I, if I keep up this pace, this is what's going to happen, I think we would, we would kind of, it would sober us up and we would realize, okay, I, I have to change something. But, but we don't. We don't know what the consequences will be. But the truth is that they are coming. If we don't, if we keep up this pace, they are coming and, and we don't know what they'll be. The seventh reason you can't keep up this pace is that when you say yes to spending more time on teaching, you're saying no to something else. This concept has come up a few times in this season because it's such an important truth to grasp. You know, when it comes to teaching, there will always be something else to do. Even if, miracle of miracles, your stack of grading is finally finished and the lesson plans are completely done, you probably still have about 129 other ideas of things you'd like to do. You know, that's all well and good. We should have ideas. We should be excited. We should want to try new things. But it's important to realize that every time you say yes to working another hour on teaching, you're saying no to an hour of something else. Now, sometimes that yes is absolutely worth it, and you should spend the time. But other times when we say, other times when we're making, thinking about this decision, the unintended no is too costly. And we need to say no to teaching and yes to that other thing, whether it's family or ministry or resting or our spiritual walk. The key here is to recognize this trade-off and to think this through each time you're making a decision. We get into trouble when we think that we're saying yes to teaching and that that's it. But we just need to understand there is another side to the equation. We are saying no to something else. And to ask yourself, what is it we're saying no to and is it worth it? The last reason, and this one's really important, why you can't keep up this pace, is that if you do, you could burn out and quit teaching altogether. Now, this is sobering, but this is so true, and it's worth your serious consideration. You might absolutely love teaching, but if you're allowing it to take over your whole life, if you're constantly working at a frantic, stressed pace that's leaving you overwhelmed, if you can't say no and you're always tackling one more project, there's a high probability you are going to burn out and that you might not even be a teacher in five years. So that's important to realize, you know, if while you're killing yourself for your students now, you might very well be neglecting your future students because you won't even be around for them. So believe me, your future students would much rather have you. They'd rather have a you that's learned to find balance, that's learned how to be an effective, efficient teacher without letting it consume your life. So to recap, there's eight reasons why we can't keep up this pace. Number one, overwhelmed teachers are less effective than well-rested one. Number two, God wants us to serve with joy. Number three, when we're overwhelmed, we miss opportunities to help students. 
Number four, teaching is just one aspect of our life and ministry. Number five, life is short and we need to take advantage of it. Number six, we can't keep up a frantic pace without some serious consequences. Number seven, when we say yes to spending more time on teaching, we're saying no to something else. And number eight, if you keep up a frantic pace, you may burn out and quit teaching altogether. All right, I know this episode has maybe been a little bit depressing and I've kind of planted this bleak picture, but I did that intentionally because I really want you to understand what's at stake if you keep going the way you're going. And so maybe some of you are with me. You're like, okay, Linda, I know something needs to change, but how on earth do I do it? I mean, you've given some great tips in this season, but it's still not enough. Don't worry, I'm not going to leave you without a solution. Next week, I'm going to be speaking with Angela Watson of the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club. We're going to be discussing exactly how hundreds of teachers, actually thousands of teachers, are cutting real hours off their workweek and starting to find balance with the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club. I'll tell you right now, this club is not free, but that's because there's no way Angela could have devoted the time and effort to create it. Um... And make it free with, unless without getting paid for it because she's literally spending a year of her life creating this resource. I'm part of this club and it is amazing the results that teachers are getting. They are re- reporting cutting 5, 10 hours off their work week. And while it's, it's a process and it's messy at times, um, they're, they're, they're really seeing life-changing results. And I desperately want that for you as well. You certainly won't want to miss next week's episode. I'm really excited. Angela is actually going to be talking us about some secrets to reducing your work time and talking about what, um, how to get the most out of the club and sharing more about it with us. Let's pray quickly. Father, thank you so much for these teachers. I know we've kind of um, just planted a little bit of a bleak picture here, but I just pray that you will give them strength, courage, and wisdom. As Moses said, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Wisdom can only come from you. And I pray that you will um, just give us the wisdom that we need um, to know what we should do and um, what changes need to be made um, to really find this balance and to um, take advantage of all of our life and be effective in all of our life, not just in teaching, but in the other areas as well. In your name we pray. Amen. I hope you'll join us for that special episode next week. In the meantime, Angela has graciously offered a free guide, how to choose a target number of work hours and stick to it. It's a fantastic first start, even if you're not able to join the club. I hope you'll grab your free copy if you haven't done so yet at teachfortheheart.com slash balance. As always, if you've been enjoying this podcast, it can help us greatly if you'll leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. You can get all the links and notes for this week at teachfortheheart.com slash podcast 18. I hope I'll see you next week. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.